So, what about the critiques? What did our analysis tell us uh, about the critiques and, 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 and the truth or otherwise of the different uh, critiques? And here I managed to get all my... Oh, here we are. That's it. Um, so the first one, is um, London's public space uh, neglected? Well, neglect is a permanent feature of London um, and London's physical fabric. It's partly a result of the sort of fragmented governance that London has uh, and uh, as has always had and the inevitable limit on resources that a city like London has to, to, to devote to its public space. And periodically, about every 50 years, this gives rise to a sort of outrage uh, about the quality of our public space. It happened in the sort of Regency period. Then there was the Victorian Parks Movement, uh, the immediate post-war period. Uh, there was lots of concern about uh, you know, rebuilding London alongside uh, the traditional nature of, of spaces. Um, and then the Urban Renaissance period which in London actually predated the policies because uh, you could say, broadly speaking, from the mid-1990s, um, there's started to be a reinvestment. Each of these periods has seen a sort of profound enhancement in uh, public space in London. Um, and certainly when we talk to users of public spaces, they seemed, on the whole, very... Um, pleased um, or happy, I should say, with the stewardship of London, the stewardship of London's public spaces. But nevertheless, there's clearly a tendency that you find to abandon um, the more everyday sorts of spaces to a rather inferior management regime when you compare them with uh, the big uh, sort of civic uh, set-piece type of spaces. So there's different types of uh, management regimes in place, uh, but broadly speaking, users seem to be pretty happy with the way that public space is cared for. Is public space invaded? Uh, well, you might say the greatest single act of neglect uh, of London's public spaces is the way that we've allowed them to become invaded uh, by traffic. And certainly traffic continues to dominate large parts of London and many of its key public spaces. And what you find is that any attempts to take traffic out of our public spaces are very often met by storms of protest. Um, and it makes these types of projects where we're trying to remove traffic from the city some of the most difficult projects to actually uh, achieve. But when they are achieved, they are often some of the most successful projects, often rather modest projects. Talked about Trafalgar Square. If you actually look at what was done there, it's rather modest. Um, it's only one side of the square was uh, repaved and some, and, 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 and some changes of traffic elsewhere. But with a transformative effect on that part of London and on London as a whole. And... The case studies we looked at shows it's not an all-or-nothing agenda. It's not either traffic or people. Actually, people and traffic can coexist rather well, side by side, um, and quite happily. 